0: Hello and welcome back to the For Foot Sake podcast. I'm your host, Mr. Bristow, and today we are joined by two returning guests and one brand new guest. Today's guests are King Lampard, Pulley Footer and safie 14 But first, King Lampard, welcome back to the podcast. First of all, though, how have you been finding the game recently?
1: Bit of a bit of a rollercoaster ride for me at the moment. Um, so I don't know if you remember. Originally, I, I don't know. I had a few rants on Twitter that I, I on launch, I actually hated the game. Um and I've started to enjoy it since maybe because I'm playing a little bit more casually than previous years. Um, but I've started to enjoy the game gameplay. Um, and I do enjoy the content, like SPC content and stuff like that. But between the market and the lack of actual stuff to do gameplay-wise, um, it's kind of been a little bit irritating. Uh it's I'm in a weird spot with the game. Uh, like I, I love when the weekend comes around and I have my 20 games to play. And then I play my division rival games. I requalify for the weekend league. I do whatever objective there is, and then come Monday, there's nothing to do. Now you could say, yeah, it's a little bit sad. Go touch some grass, but um, I just want more gameplay. I
0: think mean, that's been. I think I know a lot of people have felt the same way. Even for me as well. I think this year I've found myself playing less and less FIFA than I have in previous years, which I guess is not always. It's not always an issue. Really, and hmm. um, obviously we're we'll get to late in the podcast. What EA can do to make us play the game more? But would you say you're happy with like a casual weekend league the way it is, or would you rather say go back to the 30 games or not?
1: Look, I can understand that as a casual player. As a casual player, this is the best FIFA ever. The market's so low they can afford anything. There's there's no requirement to play a certain amount of games. Like I remember, not last year but the year before to play like 40 50 rival games to at least even get close to rank one um if you weren't an unbelievable player um but I don't know it's weird like because it's I feel like there needs to be another game mode um let's say seasons instead of division rival have seasons for the casual player and then just crack up open division rivals for um, like the pro players put put no like limit on how many games they can play. Um, because it's a little bit too hard at the moment just to kind of find some motivation to play the game. Really,
0: yeah, I think that is the one weird thing, especially with obviously foot champs being a lot harder to qualify this year. I think obviously you've got rivals, you've got friendlies and such in the week, but sometimes it does feel like there it needs to be kind of another game. But I don't know, score battles this year. Even the guys who have been grinding score battles out a lot. I know I'm one of the main guys, Virgil Virgil Dan Dyke, who um, I mean he's like top ten in the world every single week. Even this year, he said that score battles really isn't worth it. I mean, you're playing 40 games a week to get the same rewards that you get from playing, say, 10, 12 games in Foot Champs. is absolutely mad. We're going to go on to our second returning guest, Paulie Footer. Paulie, how have, you be- how have you found the game recently?
2: Uh, Apex Legends gameplay is absolutely fantastic <laughs> at the moment. Um, I love it. Uh, but no, it's, it's one of those things where at the moment for me, because me being a trader, I, I don't play the game sort of that much like I I do I do play I do enjoy I play foot champs and stuff like that but my biggest problem at the moment especially and I think we're going to touch on this later going into Black Friday is we hit this really awkward point where I don't want to buy any cards because I, I trade throughout like the first months or so to accumulate a coin balance I don't want to buy any cards off the market because I know that their price is more than likely going to go down So at the moment, I'm at this weird point where it's like, I don't hate the gameplay. I think the gameplay's not too bad. And there's a few different ways. Like, it requires you to think about things a bit. Like, uh, I've noticed that this year I've been more focused on switching my gameplay up. So actually paying attention to the way my opponent's playing, maybe switching, you know, instead of trying to dribble through them. If that's not working, actually switching to a crossing Style of gameplay every so often, maybe switch back to see the little flicks to try and confuse people. I think that aspect's not too bad, but the biggest problem I have at the moment is that I'm so, um, sort of so against buying players off of the market because I don't want to lose loads of coins because of Black Friday. It's caused every aspect of my team to sort of become stagnant, and I don't enjoy that because for me, playing Ultimate Team. Is playing with the best players in the game. And when you have this looming sort of beast over the horizon, which is Black Friday and, and how we all expect that to affect the market, you're just kind of like, well, I might as well just keep the team I've got now. I've got the same team now that I pretty much had two, three weeks ago. The team can comfortably get me to sort of rank three in um champs, which is basically the best I'm ever going to get as a casual player. And it's just, all right, so I log on, I do weekend league, get rank three, play my rivals games, stick with the same team, make some more coins and wait for team of the year. At this point, the game might as well start in January for me. So it's a bit of, a, it's a bit of an up and down cycle. EA need to work on this.
0: Yeah, no, it's a weird one. I know obviously for me as well, I'm the same boat as you, And I, I play FIFA because I like to have or try out a new team every single week and not maybe not a whole new team, but say two or three players from the new promo team. I think going back to Rule Breakers, I think the second release with Klosterman, again, there's uh, Bamba 2 and Davies. I bought these three new cards to play Weekend League with. They dropped the 50k preview packs. I then lose 300k amongst three players on my team and then basically, I've gone through the whole weekend league to try and recoup my coins that I've lost already with that. Again, weekly now has got to a point where, if you buy new players, you're playing weekly just to make sure you don't lose coins that week. You're not making much anyway, so it's a tough one. Again, I'm probably going to be better off now not buying any players to say two weeks, but maybe not enjoying the game as I would normally, which again puts you in a weird position. Really, is again, do you want to enjoy the game or do you want to have a good team and be smart with your coins and whatnot? And you've got a way up sometimes. It's, it's hard to have the, the best of both worlds there. And I do want to move on to our brand new guest today. Safi, welcome to the podcast. Safi, how has your experience been with, with the game early on so far this year?
3: Yo, thank you for having me on. Um, gameplay, for me, they've got it spot on compared to last season's FIFA. Um, last, last season's FIFA, was like the gameplay, was terrible, as we all know. Um, and content was the win last year. I feel like it switched this year. I feel like they focused more on the casual um, more on the gameplay and less on the content as you can see with some of the promos they've not been they've not been amazing um and it's a shame to see because EA stepped up their content game towards the end of FIFA hoping they uh, FIFA sorry, hoping they'll bring it into the new one and they just haven't they've just focused more on the casual and you say someone that was getting top 100 elite last year was getting the same rewards as somebody that finishes rank 3 so they're definitely catered towards um casual more than the more than the guy that plays it for a living if you know what I'm saying
0: yeah no it's been a win I know even for me again I think I got ranked or what, I didn't think I not <laughs> got ranked one this past week and then again I got the best, the best rewards I can get but obviously there's guys out there who are say top 200 top 100 who were then getting the same rewards as me and I was like a gold one elite three player last year it, it isn't kind of fair to those top guys but again those guys who say getting ranked two rank three you are kind it's of good for yeah, them yeah you're being rewarded for it but it kind of everyone gets good rewards and it kind of means that no one's yeah, really... everyone's getting yeah. that
3: taste of that pie that some people couldn't get last year and it doesn't make it feel as special as it did. Well, so even yeah. yeah,
0: especially going even to the, uh, obviously, the elite division and rivals too again. No matter where you are in the elite division, you're getting the same rewards as long as you're getting yeah. those seven wins. So it is a strange one. But Safi, have you kind of, would you say you've been enjoying the game more this year than last year or do you think the lack of content is kind of affecting your kind of experience? this year
3: it's a weird one touching down on what the guys said before um it feels like it's missing something you know like for me yeah it, it, like i said content before this time not so much on the content probably enjoying gameplay a lot more which is strange because it's still not what we want it to be the gameplay is still not what we want it to be so yeah improving gameplay is probably what what's been my main focus this fifa
0: Yeah, I think that's been a weird one. I think, obviously, I know everyone last year was more gameplay kind of orientated. Obviously, I know there's a lot of guys out there who stream as content creators who are purely menu-based. I think it's kind of been weird for them, too, to get used to that kind of switch. So it's been a strange one. We're going to get into the first topic today, which is the Numbers Up promo sponsored by Adidas. Langpard, I want to go to you first on this one because I know you're going to have a great take on this. But Langpard, what's been your thoughts on the Numbers Up promo?
1: Um, well, it's been a great promo so far for Nike. Um, obviously, with that burgundy card having Nike logo right in plastered, centered on in the middle of the card. What, whoever it was from EA thought it was a good idea, or whoever from Adidas let it go. I just, I don't know. Like these big companies have so much testing and everything that goes into it. And so many, someone does it and then a the manager checks it and then they get sent off somewhere else. And it just all feels so amateurish. If Adidas, a massive company, are paying for a promo, like I don't know how this has come about. Like, I don't know some of the idea. So, let's oh, let's pay however amount of money to EA to put in a promo for us and then to let like Nike athletes away with it. Not even that, like I know Nike's one of Nike's biggest teams at the moment is Spurs. I know they're the big thing with the Amazon documentary as well. And for so many Spurs players to be in one promo team, I've never seen it like usually. We'll get one player per team in a promo. I've never seen multiple players. If you're lucky at a push, maybe two, maybe one the team and then one as an SPC or an objective. But there's been three players. If three players, Regulion, Deli Alley, and Bergwine.
0: Bergwine, yeah, three. No one else.
1: Yeah, no one else. Um, It's just crazy. Uh, Probably, probably a little bit annoyed because I'm a Chelsea fan, (laughs) and we've had none, and then they've had three. But uh, still, and then. The team itself is pretty much dead. What well, we're talking about, three three players originally were worth anything. And then obviously, Di Maria is worth a little bit in the mini release. Um, the SPCs as well, Asensio is complete garbage. Um, in that came out today was decent um, because for me, because I run a Serie A squad. And I've actually dropped them only like a couple of weeks ago, about two weeks ago because I've been running a special only team and he wasn't had no special cards. So it was nice for me to get that way. But then I was looking at the card and it was like four plus pace, one plus and everything else. It's kind of just like a glorified inform. And there's not too exciting about, like you've seen with the road to the knockout cards, Werner got, I think it was three upgrades, like not just an inform. He went from an 84 to an 88 and he still has potential to go up two more he still has potential which actually he probably will because I think if we beat Juventus he's more or less guaranteed at least one upgrade Um, and then he'll we'll get the one for the qualification so that Werner card could be 90 raid whereas these numbers up cards yeah they'll, they'll be maxed out in April which is just when team teaming and cards are just on the verge of coming out we're getting an upgrade of a player that came out in November it's just it's just so bad and I'm I'm I, Reckon it's one team because they haven't specified that it's team one, so I can't see a team two coming out. But I, oh, look, there's there's no point having guests on because I could go on a, a full hour long segment on how bad this promo is. Uh, but look, uh, it's probably just a filler promo, um, because it is only one team, uh, pre Black Friday, but yeah, no, I'm just soon as soon as Friday comes to 6 p.m., even if we don't get any promo next week, it'll still be better than this Adidas promo.
0: Yeah, it's been a strange one. I know obviously, is kind of the the first kind of sponsored promo from, by a company for foot. I know obviously you had the November one going back to, I think, FIFA 17, but that's more like a partnership and they are a charity anyway. So I think obviously Adidas have paid for this. It does seem strange though, again, you look at guys on the road to the knockout um, promo, guys like Vidal, who I think got a plus 15 pace boost, even though he got like a, a double limb form on that card, essentially. Mm. But then you've got Hummels. Again, you've got and You've got Newhouse guys who've had like a, a plus one on their pace to like mm. 62, 63, which they're never going to be usable. They could have easily made these guys somewhat usable and then boosted up one stat to 99. I think you, if you get a Hummels card with, say, 75 pace, but 99 passing, it's still not going to be one of the best centre-backs. But at least then you might see him in some teams. But again, the fact that these guys are... Literally, they are unusable for the most part. They are slightly better than the gold card, and their gold cards they'll never get used anywhere. And it just it doesn't make any sense. It's a strange one. I like the idea of it. They did pretty well with it again. 99, st- 99 and one stat category would have been cool if the rest of the card was kind of more well-rounded. But yeah, it's and if strange. it came a
1: lot sooner than April. Yeah,
0: again, April again. End of April is literally a week or two before tot starts, and that's when we see like pretty much the best of the best. So. I don't get it. It's strange, but we're on to the. We'll say if we want to go to you next. Though, what's been your thoughts on the numbers up promo?
3: The best thing about this promo, in my opinion, is the card design. The card (laughs) design looks nice. Um, Other than that, it's not a very good promo. There, there could have been potential behind it, but I don't think they're going to put as much energy into something with Black Friday around the corner. Um, I'll be. I wouldn't be surprised if some of these cards will stop being used in the next couple of weeks. Um, from what I've found from experience, you've got to Stegen, who looks like a decent keeper. Uh, the figures card, very nice card, played against him, reminiscent of his player of the m- month last year, was it? Yeah, but he's played so good last year. But the, but that's all you're really going to use if you get them. I mean, I've packed two and it's been um, Rayner and Niehausen. I ain't going to be playing them in my team. <laughs> I don't know what they're going to do. I mean, like, like um, you said before, with the last upgrade being in April, these cards are going to be nowhere to be seen. If you've got a trader one, it's going to be sold. If you've got an untraded one, it's guaranteed to go into an SBC because they just don't seem any value unless you're packing some of the ones that you ain't never going to pack. So, yeah, thumbs down on the promo, on the RDS promo.
0: Yeah, it's, it's been a strange one. Again, there is some good players here and there. To Stegen, you've got Felix. Obviously, you've got Jota as well. But again, these cards are good for now. And I think their kind of idea with this promo was to, again, kind of like Rottenknocher. Just a filler. Yeah, like Knockout stage, their cards being good for now, but potential for them to be good in the future and kind of keep up with the curve. But the fact that only one stat really gets boosted that much and the rest of them only get boosted by one stage. Again, even with their Knockout stage um, promo, they get an inform upgrade. Again, these ones only get a plus one on their stats. They say for Rodrigo, I think he's an 84 right now with their next... I think if they beat Sheriff and they go through, he gets a, obviously a double upgrade. But the initial upgrade is a plus two on that card already. Again, the fact that these are so minimal, it does seem very, very strange. It's but-
3: even that, um, that they've released that Morata card in reminiscence to his 2016-17 season with Madrid. That, again, I get the idea because it's added us, but the card... I'm not too keen on doing it <laughs> it doesn't draw me in to do it
0: yeah it's a so strange how one you guys yeah, feel? it's a strange one obviously I know they've released David Beckham was another one too around Adidas. and again, I think obviously it opens up a door now for them to kind of maybe do stuff with Nike maybe it's Puma things like that where other companies can kind of get involved and maybe sponsor more promos within the game but then does that kind of change where EA go with certain things and kind of it just kind of goes to show that again anything could happen again obviously next year if it's not FIFA. I think opens the door for a lot more. Um, but yeah, even cars like Morata, it just seems strange. And obviously, I know Morata, again, you, if you compare him to the likes sort of Anatovic, I think Anatovic is 14k currently, probably as good. But Morata's priced at 80k. And again, the SPCs recently just haven't been priced very, very well, which obviously is disappointing. Again, I think most people love to do SPCs again, like like Lampa said earlier, trying to get special cards in your team. It's always what everyone wants to try and do. I'm trying to run that at the same time as well right now with their full special team, but yeah, especially with the SBCs as well. Like, obviously going back to Asensio too, just been just been poor and poorly for you. Have you uh, have you been excited about this promo? Have you got a change of heart with this one, or are you kind of going along the same lines here of it being a bit
2: meh? It it is a bit a bit meh, and it does it does prove a a massive point is that the only cards that hold any value in this game are cards that have at least like five star, four star in some variable, or is just a, like a pacey defender. Because when you look at the team, it's like, uh, you know, Felix five star, four star is about is 700 K I'm going off Xbox prices, you know, Jota, four star, five star, he's above 400 K. Um, and Di Maria, at least he's got five-star skill moves. So he holds some form of value. Now, the interesting one for me is if you look at Geo Reyna, he is 30K, but he's um, four-star, two-star. Last year, his Future Stars card was like 1.1 million coins, but he was upgraded to four-star, four-star. And I know he was a 91 but even if he was four-star, four-star at 85, he would probably be worth more than 30K simply because he holds a bit of a special place to people. Um, I think the problem you have here is just that the way the game has, has evolved and the, the issue you have is going into the game, people are far more knowledgeable about it because, and I think a lot of people don't take this into account, we are coming off the back of two years of people almost solidly playing video games. Coming out of the COVID situation, for a lot of us, we spent 12 to 18 months playing video games for 10 to 12 hours a day, where previously we had maybe had three hours a day to play, which means more people had more time. And it means the people that normally wouldn't have put much time in, spent a lot more time on the game, learned the meta, learned what was valuable, and, We've now reached a point where all of those people have come into the new game gone, oh, yeah, I'm going to play this year properly. And they've gone, well, I only want to use players that are at least four-star, five-star or four-star, four-star at the minimum. And it has destroyed the market for any card that is outside those boundaries. I mean, I was sat in a, in a, a Discord call when this team dropped and I took one look at that Humble's card and started laughing <laughs> uncontrollably. Because I was like, you have not given Matt Hummels a special card and given him the prospect of ninety-nine dribbling. Was well, passing? Yes, yeah,
0: passing on that was, card. Not, part, even, not, not even dribbling. Not even not dribbling. Passing.
2: <laughs> so, like, you look at it and you go, "What? Sixty pace?" And uh, no, I'm, I'm sorry, but I'm having absolutely none of it, that that card exists and you expect people to pay anything more than fodder price for it. Yeah, it's it's, it's so it's, strange. It's again,
0: they, it's, it's got potential there. I think this promo definitely has potential. It's just that the upgrades that they decided to choose for these cards don't work in anywhere. I mean, obviously, what Paulie said there as well, cards have to be at least somewhat four-star, four-star, or at least a decent amount of pace. If they've got neither of those three, no skills, no weak foot, no pace, it's very hard to make them usable in any way. Again, it's weird that we've not seen any kind of skill move or week for upgrades so far this year, especially with promos. And I think even with their Gio Renek, give him a boost to even a three-star week for something like that, boost these cards to make them usable. Because I know a lot of these promos have done very well on making sure the whole team is somewhat usable. Go back to the Rotor Knockout stage promo. You've got Vidal again. His base goal card is only got 60 pace, but they boost him up by 15 pace. They could have easily done that with these cards here even even to a minimum of 75 pace so even 75 pace is not great but at least is somewhat usable so it's strange what they've done it like they have i don't think we see a team two thankfully and maybe going to next year we might see numbers up promo again or at least some kind of company sponsored promo but at least then they can learn from it hopefully going forward to these next few promos too to make sure that whatever upgrades whatever players they do decide to choose they have to make them at least usable for the majority of people who play FIFA, who then know what you need to basically use a certain player. Again, either decent skill moves, decent weak foot or good enough pace, else you're not going to see them in any teams at all. I do want to go over the guests though and kind of some recent players that you guys have used and you've enjoyed using. Paulie, I know you said you've not been changing your team too much, but has there been any players that you used recently that you would recommend to
2: people? So there's, when I looked, there, there was two. Right, there's two cards that I've recently used that I've put in my team that I've actually really enjoyed. The first one is I did get red pick carrasco in weekend league. And he's a very good card. He is he is a very good card. He's not like gonna change the world for you, but he, he is he is just a solid winger. But the one card that I did see, and I was like, I've got to try him because I think his card looks amazing, is um the rule breaker Lopez. The goalkeeper, with because he has like ninety six reflexes. Yeah, yeah. Honestly, the man has bailed me out on so many occasions. I, I cannot, I cannot overstate how good that card is for me. Um, and I had used Donnarumma previously, and I was like, oh yeah, no, Don, Donnarumma is quite good. Now, obviously, Lopez doesn't have the ability that he's strong links to Marquinhos and, and Kimpembe, which is. Sort of one of the main reasons why people would pick on a rumor, but that Lopez card man—he he hits different. Like, and I've used prior to giving him a go. I was mid Iker through and through. Like, I one of the first cards I actually bought with my coins when I had a good stockpile was all right mid Iker. I'm a Real Madrid fan. I've got to bring him in. The man's a god. So I bought him in. And I was like, well, I'm going to give Lopez a go. And Lopez was just a monster. The amount of times people got through on goal, those reflexes kicked in. And you just... Whew. I could i could hear people getting angry <laughs> through the game of some of the stuff that that card was capable of.
0: Yeah, I think this year, keepers are very strange. I think I've not had too many keepers that I've been like, wow, this guy is definitely good. But Lopez might be one. I know he's... Is he six foot one? He's quite small for a keeper. I know Casillas is... I think Casillas is also six, six foot, foot one. Foot. Uh, six yeah. foot for Lopez. So... Yeah. But obviously, yeah, the reflexes must be... And this, I think keepers is always tough year on year because, in my opinion, a lot of keepers are the same. But it be interesting to see going forward too that keepers with the high reflexes, if they do, outperform other keepers, regardless of height there as well. Seafy, for you next, any players that you used recently that you'd recommend to listeners?
3: Um... Oh, I did it! <laughs> super, <laughs> super inform uh, Vinicius Junior. What a card that is! That is that's a power card, and if you can afford it, I definitely recommend it. You could go with his eighty-three, but the eight there's a difference between the eighty-three and the eighty-five. I find, and the eighty-five just like breakdances everywhere, and no one can catch him. Very, very good card. And the other one I would pick would be inform Mane. I packed his red pick. I've had him in the team ever since. He's he's so good. He's so quick on the ball as well. You can't really catch him. Beats defenders quite a lot. And with uh, Vinicius Junior and Marnie on up front, you ain't stopping them. But yeah, them two, them two.
0: If you had, if you could pick between one of those two, who would you recommend over the other one? Yeah,
3: Vinicius Junior, hundred percent. Vinny definitely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Even though he's a lower rated card, there's, they've just they've broken his card. Like when I, the only reason I got him is because he kept destroying me and for champs so I was like okay I'm going to try this I'm going to get him and see if he does that for me and he does he does He does a lot of work for you very good card.
0: yeah no I've, I brought him in this past week and I can agree with that he's an amazing card I think one thing with him though is I think Vinicius Junior this year is a sponsored athlete by EA because I think they've put a load of his like actual animations in the game which have then made them better. Because I know certain cards going back previous yeah. years, kind of the, the top guys, Ronaldo Messi, they do a lot better because they've got their own custom animations. I think Vinny's got that this year. Um, but I know Vinny with a few more informs is gonna be absolutely crazy. I think he's got ninety eight pace already. He's he definitely actually, getting a team of yeah. the
3: season already. Yeah, that's what I mean. Some of these <laughs> cards
0: early on, even look at like the Lux of Nkunku now, two uh, two informs. Some of these cards already yeah. now, you know that in the coming months, if they get more informs, more special cards, they're gonna be absolutely insane. They're think, monsters now,
3: they're gonna be monsters like
0: then. Yeah, I dread Just to think a, what, what the price of these cards are going to be, though.
1: A quick little prediction on that Finney Jr. And it's not a leak before you come at me. Uh, a <laughs> uh, uh,
0: uh, 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 headliners, Vinny Jr. Well, headliners are meant to be coming out soon. I know this would rest, be expensive. Because yeah. headla- headliners goes on the best performers. Is yes, it does. Yeah,
3: yeah. so And then that's a live card as well. So a live yeah. Vinny J card. So he'll games. be
1: he'll be one plus as well up on him, so it'll be 86 and then any in for him after, yeah, he like could, could be insane.
0: That's the thing, I know I know headliners have been kind of, not say leaked, but I think, I know it's been kind of shown that the headliners kind of promo art has been put into the code already, which is very early for it, so we could see headliners maybe Black Friday, maybe post-Black Friday, but obviously a lot earlier than has been previous. And Lang, but I know you're a fellow player with Red Sadio in the team, but... Langford, any players that you use recently that you recommend
1: if, if I talked to you about two three days ago I would have recommended that Giovanni Simo, he's been, he has been who was absolutely lethal throughout the last weekend but um in rivals this week he's hasn't been able to hit the Baron door. he's been shocking. Um, I played in a Irish tournament yesterday. Um, and was, so I was. It was live on Twitch, and there were so many people in the chat saying that Simeone carry was awful because he he bottled so many chances for me, and it was it was annoying because he was so good a few days beforehand, and I just don't know what happened. I didn't change anything. I didn't change his chem style, um, and I'm t- tempted to bidding him off. It's so bad. Yeah, and I do have the red manet as well. Um, he's very good, very good. It wouldn't be a card. Safe, I think he might agree with me. He wouldn't be a card I would have went out and bought. Um, especially his price Of been like around seven, yeah, 100 agree.
3: Because he's red pick, I understand yeah. that. I wouldn't, I wouldn't fork out the price he is for him. No, you're right,
1: yeah, and I don't think he's worth that price either. I say he's probably worth around 200 to 250k worth of a player, and um, which is a bit annoying, like because, um, because he is that expensive, is it not a card you're going to see often? And, um, one glaring issue I have with him, he cannot. Take a finesse shot. I don't know what it is. Whether it's me or whether whatever it is, he has. I know he only has seventy nine curve, but his finesse shots just balloon up into the sky, and I don't know what it is. But power shots and everything else, are just and his chip shots. I don't know. I know chip shots are a little
0: bit op um, at the moment, but he's he's very good at all that. Anyone, <laughs> anyone else from recent promos as well? Obviously going about Simeone and uh, Mana. Anyone from the uh, the he's promo? There's. I have trend my team and. Again, it's just, I like
1: Trent. He's a good player, but he's in my team purely for the fact that he gets that strong link to Mane. Um, and I do rock a Serie side, so I have a right side of Premier League, so I have Trent, Mane, and then the flashback, Mares. I would say the flashback, Mares, but I think that SPC has expired. Um, so anything off the market, really? No, not really. Um, my, card is, my team is pretty much untouched um, besides SPC cards. Um, like I still have I'm still using player de Montcoulibaly and the UCL delict. Um, it's 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 weird. And like what Paulie said earlier on, I'm I'm afraid, I'm afraid to buy a card. Um, I'm looking at my team. I've I have about 700 k worth of coins in my team, and I like I'm very lucky in the players that I do have that kind of retained their value, if not gone up. I do have inform Borella inform Hernandez. So those players have kind of gone up a little bit because obviously they're out of packs and with a few players coming out like Tonali, Samoyone, Insigne, they're kind of slowly rising a little bit in price for links. But besides that, I'm just, I'm, I want to sell the team now and kind of pull out for Black Friday. But because there's not an, at the moment, there's not an, in, too interesting at the moment. And uh, there's a lot of cards, but not a lot that excites me.
0: Yeah, I think obviously it's, it's a weird point now because again, we've had a handful of promos now. Again, you, you've got to wait for a lot of promos to then there's a massive pool of players you can kind of choose from to get into your team. But that's been somewhat strange, and obviously, Serie A seems to be a very popular league this year. Obviously, with the oh, and the addition of the Serie A Player of the Month being added to, to, to like FIFA 22 this year. But I know it's been a lot of Serie A cards. Whether it be SPCS too, releasing the game, and they're all fairly decently priced. I mean, Serie A for what they produce. I mean, I think most of them are fairly. I would say OP. They're cheap. And going, going back to Marco and Albić being 14k. The guy's an absolute steal again. Even got cars like Insignia. I know Insignia is probably a bit expensive today. But again, still somewhat decent now. Obviously, I know Koulibaly got delict as well, all SBC. So it seems a lot they're pushing Serie a lot this year. But whether that's because they've got the player month card now and they want to kind of Syria have some kind of rights to to get more stuff in the game, I don't know. Obviously, there's probably things that EA won't release to us, but I kind of feel like Syria is getting a lot of love when they usually don't get this much love early on. But we have had the release of League SBCs. I know League SBCs. I've been kind of a fan favourite in previous years. We used to have the the kind of the player for completing a whole league SBC. I know last year they changed it so it was only packs. A lot of them were untradeable too. But I know this year we've had the release of League Un, Eredivisie, and the MLS league SBCs, but they're only four sections each. And they don't actually require a whole team for kind of each segment within the league, which is a very different. Langpod, I'm going to you first though what are your thoughts on the changes made to League SPC's and do you like how they are currently or not? Yeah, like I can, I can appreciate them for what they are, right? Right
1: now, it's a very good idea for SPC's per segment. Um, it's, it's a very good idea for those grinders that like menu content that can quickly repeat them. Uh, They're tradable packs for aren't they? Or are they untradable?
0: Yeah, I think they're a mixture um, of both.
1: I think the, the ones the actual segment? Oh no, they're not. So they're half and half. I'm looking at it here now. There's three in a, in a segment of basically five, four for four segments, and then the one main part. Two of the small parts are untradable, and two are tradable. Um, yeah. It, it, look, I can be nostalgic, and I can go back to the glory days, and when we had like the player de Mont Suarez, that was so easy to do if you had like a lot of stock in your club, and obviously with BPM and SPM and. All the ways of doing it back then, it was just absolutely insane for what you got, and now it's just purely to fill that pack itch and pack hunger that people have. And it's, it's, they're easy done, they're quickly done. It's just, it's not a thing where I'm going to look back next year, the year after, and say, No, oh, remember FIFA 20. 20- one twenty-two. Oh what, what, what year are we in? <laughs> um, <laughs> um, but remember back then, like when we had these amazing SPCs. They're not gonna be like that. I'm still gonna think back to FIFA 17, and FIFA 18. Um, obviously, I feel like content-wise, we were lacking back then. But it was
0: more quality over quantity over back then. Yeah, it seems strange. Safi, for you, I know you mentioned beforehand as well about obviously the the kind of the old ones where they they actually had the players released as well. But Safi, what are you making of League of this year? Do you like how they've done it or not?
3: With the it is what it is, um, it's a very good idea for the for the menu grinders. Um, for myself, I'm not really been a big fan of the league SBC since they got rid of the player for doing all of them. I kind of found that more interesting to do. Oh, you get a special player that no one else, no one can get unless you do all these teams. For me, they give you not so great packs. The only decent thing about it is repeatable. So anyone starting their team of the year grinds that can build up on packs which is what I'll be doing myself very shortly so it's going to be probably it's time to dive into League SPCs and make them grindable to give more content and more packs I should say but other than that it's not something I've really looked into since I got rid of the players.
0: Yeah it's been a strange when I'm in the same boat as you I've never actually completed League SPC in my whole foot career just because again they've not really ever tempted me I know that when they had the plays there it tempted me a little bit but obviously, the way you mentioned there, in fact, they are repeatable is probably a bonus this year. Again, if you are a menu grinder, and you want to go through and repeat them, you can if you don't want to do so. Now, obviously, going back to last year, I think a lot of them were repeatable too. And Paulie, I know as being a silver connoisseur, the League SBCs, again are fairly important to uh, the prices of silvers throughout the year. But Paulie, what have you made of the League SBCs so far this year?
2: All right, so... Before I get into this, I want anyone at EA listening to know that I hate my day job and what I'm about to say, I'm more than open to coming and working for you. So basically, this is just one of the worst things that I think they could have done. Um, I think actually the long grind, people enjoyed it more. And also, the one advantage to League SBCs is because they caused the base price of silvers and golds from every team to actually rise it increased the base floor of standard players to basically cause this ladder effect to go up. Because if you had to put 11 Arsenal players into a team, it kept Arsenal players at a certain level, even though they were obviously packed quite a lot, it kept them at a certain level. Now, what I would have done, and EA had the perfect storm, the perfect storm. Here's what I would have done this year. Release League SBCs, same as you did previous when people liked them obviously we've got f- four people here and you know three of us have already said that we preferred it when you've got a player but here's what you do you put all 20 teams in from a league you have to put fill them out as per usual you get tradable packs back which is what people like you get tradable packs back so you can sort of um get good players sell them and stuff like that at the end of it you get a pack Of a random of 10 different hero cards from that league. And you, it becomes luck of the draw. So, you know, you complete the Prem League SBC and you get a hero pack. And in that hero pack, you will get one of 10 options of heroes from the Prem. So you might get, but the cards are exclusive to the league SBC. So, you know, you might get a, you might get, a, and this is this is something that has been very close to my heart for a long time, you might get a 74 rated Jimmy Bullard hero card from, from it. Or you might get a, I don't know, uh, you might get an 88 rated Peter Crouch. You might get just something to mix up. So it's not clear cut and you don't necessarily grind them for fodder. And I think this is what EA didn't like, is people reached a point where they just did the grind for fodder but at the end of the day, there's something at the end. It keeps the base prices high. People can trade with silvers to make coins to put into other aspects. And at the end, you might get a really good usable player.
0: Yeah, no, I love the, I love the idea of, again, there being hero cards within it too. And obviously, I know that heroes are year hero of the new addition to the game. And the fact that if they could do, uh, say, one hero or multiple heroes for each league through the league SPCs, that'd be a great addition. the fact that heroes are even in the game to begin with gives them another mm-hmm. kind of route to go on as well, which I think I that's. Think, I've think i not heard anyone say that. I think it's great you come out of that. And honestly, they could easily do that. They could easily do it. And it will make them so much more viable again, people like myself who don't really ever do leagues with Cs to probably do them to get a chance of a hero card that isn't attainable through the market as well. This gives them kind of more, I would say spice, but just kind of an additional reason to get them done and not just a case of, on board, I want to get some more packs. I'll do some League SPCS here and there. Like There needs to be at least some kind of demand for it or at least some kind of reason to do them and not just a case of, uh, well, they're there. I'll leave them. Not really touching. But yeah, I, I love that idea, Paulie. I think it's a great idea. And Paulie, whilst I'm still with you here, we have got Black Friday coming up. What would be your advice for people going into Black Friday as far as with their teams? I know we touched on a little bit beforehand as far as we're kind of a bit nervous to buy players here and there. But Paulie, what would your advice be for people going into Black
2: Friday? Uh, so we sort of like a lot of the people who I talk to in regards to a lot of the trading aspect, we always talk about it as if you should have like a, a percentage split, your team and the, car, the coins that you trade with. And you should always take into account that your team is not a part of, your sort of coin balance essentially you go, well I've got two million coins but I've got a million coin team but if I enjoy playing with this million coin team, those coins are off the books. I don't care about them they're gone. It's the equivalent of turning every card in your team into an SBC player essentially. It's just you write it off. Now if you are worried about it, <sighs> I would say you're gonna want to sell sooner rather than later. Just sell up your team. Now don't get me wrong. Right now, the one advantage you have is there's you could sell your entire team right now, and you could buy a completely acceptable team for like three hundred k. You know, you've got players like Bruno Fernandes, Pogba, even Cristiano Ronaldo is not that expensive. Although I wouldn't hold him going into it, but if you want to, that's fair enough. Sell up because at the end of the day, previously, and I'm gonna I'm gonna go off a bit here on a certain a certain group. Um, previously, we only had to really worry about YouTubers and Twitch streamers. And YouTubers and Twitch streamers didn't really... You know where this is going.
0: Oh, like, I, I know where this is going. I know. Yeah,
2: <laughs> we didn't have to worry about... We only had to worry about YouTubers and Twitch streamers. And bless them, YouTubers and Twitch streamers, they had a little bit, a bit of decorum about them. You know, they had a little bit of solidarity in them. They knew what they were doing. TikTok traders, on the other hand don't really seem to care. And they'll tell people, they will tell people in droves, sell your cards, get them gone. Black Friday's two weeks away. Your Mbappe that you bought for 900k is gonna be worth 200k in an amulet made out of cat's teeth. You know, you're not gonna be able to sell him. And the problem is that could happen at any time. There could be a very big TikToker recording that video right now as we speak. And we can't predict it. And this is why I have stayed as liquid as possible for the past two weeks, because I don't want to risk losing massive amounts of coins. And like I said, that drop, which will come, could come at any point. However, what I would urge people to do is pay attention, because last year, I vaguely remember we all expected the massive drop in prices to happen during the lightning rounds that happened during black Friday. What actually happened is the big drop in the cards happened the day before the lightning rounds, because what happened was everyone was so determined to think that the prices were going to drop to their lowest point during the lightning rounds that they sold all of their players the day before to have enough coins to buy in and then what happened was the traders just basically caused the prices to go up throughout all the lightning rounds. And although some of the cards did hit low points, those low points happened for all of, like, five seconds. And it, was, it wasn't it was so much a low point, it was a sniping opportunity. And there's a difference between a low point and a sniping opportunity. Um, so I would say to people, if you're that concerned about your coins, consider selling your team. Now, maybe... I. I would say possibly do it before this weekend league, because what's going to happen is after this weekend league, we're going to be so close to Black Friday. We're going to be within sort of shouting distance of it. That's when a lot of people are going to be looking to sell their cards. So I'd say if you're that worried about your coins, but please remember that this is still a game and you have to enjoy playing with your team. And if you've got a team that you absolutely love, but you've got a coin balance that you can still trade with it, just consider keeping your team. It's not that important. You can still make coins back, you know, but if you sell your team and end up buying a team that you absolutely hate and hate the game for the next three weeks, well, it's not a game anymore. It's just it's boring. Yeah. No. So keep spot that in on. mind. Please, Spon, on. that's one thing I
0: think people get caught up with a lot of time is they want to... Again, be smart with their coins, do this and that. But again, if you enjoy the game, if your enjoyment comes from using cool cars and using cars you've got already, and you've got to then try and enjoy the game less, then in the long run, again, the game's only out for a year. It's not that long. Enjoy it whilst you can. Enjoy every moment of it. Safety for you, with the Black Friday promo, is it, is it kind of a promo that you kind of look forward to each year? Do you care too much about Black Friday or not really?
3: Yeah, I'm I'm in I'm into Black Friday promos. I mean, you get lightning rounds, you get lightning SBCs, which is always fun. You got an hour to complete an SBC. and they, they give you quite good packs. Um, they give do they give the two for one packs as well on Black Friday? I think there was a few yeah, last yeah. year. Yeah, yeah, there was a few few last year. So yeah, it's quite exciting. Hopefully um what did we have last year was it record breakers promo yeah record breakers last came year? Last year. so hopefully that was that was pretty good i enjoyed that although i'd never packed the van dyke and mbappe that i wanted <laughs> um it was a good promo i enjoyed last year they give you lots of, they give you lots to do whether it be spcs whether it be the lightning rounds and whether it be objective cards that are, that are quite they're pretty decent so hopefully they follow suit and do a do a good promo i mean the promo that we just have now i did that one it's going to be amazing compared to the promo whatever promo's come in it's going to be amazing of course I feel like they give us this Alias promo to be like oh there you go there's something to do until we sort out something big for you they're just building up for us hopefully yeah, I mean that, Friday, yeah, yeah.
0: They, can't, they can't make it any worse than the Alidas numbers no. up promo anyway no. so well they could drop a player days promo Langpa, don't even don't even get us started on players. <laughs> no, they toys. could drop an Arsenal like player for once, you
3: know. <laughs> <laughs> they could drop an Arsenal special card. We've not had one yet. Bar the team of the week, so
0: uh, at least they have had some performance-based cards. I think Man United have had the same amount of performance-based cards as Norwich. So at least Arsenal got a bit more going for them there. Langpa yeah, for Man you. Man United in the mud. <laughs> oh, I don't want to go into that. I could, we could be a raw <laughs> night with that. Langpa for you. Uh, Black Friday. Is Something you look forward to every year or not really?
1: Um, it's something I look forward to It's something my bank account doesn't um, Not just because of the FIFA Just because of everything else <laughs> That goes on around the week um, No, look, it's like what Paul, I think Polly's touched on the best Last year we didn't get the crash That everyone thought that was going to happen um, Purely for the fact that <clears throat> With the way the game goes People try to go on the trends of the previous year So you can't just to do the opposite Of what happened last year When certain something worked last year There's a good chance it is the next year, everyone's gonna expect that, and then it just goes the adversary around. I remember 80 days of FIFA, everyone used to buy like Irish cards and like come for a Paddy's Day promo, and come January, February, like a lot of Irish cards were going for like 10-15k. This is obviously before price ranges, and um then Paddy's Day came around and you actually needed them, but because everyone's been stocking up in them, because they knew because in previous years there's been higher day objectives or promos or whatever it was and um, that these cards weren't worth anything because so it's it's a weird one i i'm kind of in the mindset of selling my team now purely for the fact of these tiktok traders that's mentioned there um, will will panic people and the way the tiktok is obviously the algorithm is if you like watching fifa videos you're going to see fifa videos most people I think TikTok is probably one of the most used platforms in the world at the moment. I, I know Twitter is very niche. Instagram is kind of a little bit niche. And obviously you have Reddit that's extremely niche. And then YouTube is a little bit more open. Um, but TikTok it just seems that everyone's on TikTok. We, as much as I give out about TikTok, I'm still on it. I still go on it for 30, 40 minutes a day, flick through um, and stuff like that. But saying this, while we're live at the moment recording this podcast, there's actually TikTok beef on Twitter right now um The card I'm going to mention Mukiele, um, Has gone up 20k In the last Hour or two Because some TikTok trader Said he's going to go up Because apparently inkunku is getting A Player to one card And I can't see inkunku Getting a Player to one card Because there's been So many players There's like three or four players That have way better stats Than yeah, in the Bundesliga Player the thing. So this TikTok trader Has said kunku has got it Apparently um As a league Now look There's still a chance kunku can come I know there's a, it's a part Player base vote and everyone's gonna vote Inkonku Really because he is really good this year. Um a lot of people have a special Enkonku card in their team or a club. Um so the fact that is rising because of a TikTok trader is just absolutely crazy because he didn't even rise that much when his other card came out. And also along with the Diaby is the left wing is the, yeah, the, the, the Abbey yeah,
0: from Byleton.
1: Yeah. So so the TikTok trend has such an influence and it's such a toxic influence because whatever way the algorithm works everyone sees the video at the same time which is just it's i don't know what how it really works but cards fluctuate extremely high and you can lose a lot of coins out and a lot of people have lost a lot of coins in terms of buying when the cards obviously obviously you don't buy when the card is rising you buy when it's low before it rises and then you sell when it's rising um but people just are, are, are a little bit stupid and they'll buy when the card is still high and then they'll lose the coins and they'll lose, like, let's say that Muki card peaks at 80k, it'll be 40k tomorrow, and that's let's say a thousand people down 40,000 coins and some scammers up a lot of coins, and it's just yeah, it's it's a bit, fight, it's yeah. going to be it's gonna be very volatile um, it's, it's because there's gonna be a lot of. Yeah, there's going to be a lot of things that people are going to expect to happen that are not going to happen um, and people are going to get a little bit bogged down by it. But then there's going to be stuff this year that uh, is good. Like I feel like I've been very negative, especially today, on what has been here. But we were talking about the rule to, uh, rule to the Knockout cards. That was one of the best promos we've seen so early on that EA have ever dropped early on. Like We don't get good promos until... Like, the post-Team of the Year promos are so much better than pre-Team of the Year tournaments. Um, or promos. And that road to knockout was probably one of the best we'll probably see this side of the year anyway.
0: Yeah, it's been a strange one. Obviously, going back on the TikTok traders again, I know a lot of them have their own trading discords. I think they're open as well. I think one's got like 50,000 people in, which again is mad the fact that if they post one thing, if they ping everyone by this player yeah. now, there's 50,000 people the... buying one player or multiple of one player.
1: It's funny. People will still target the people. Now, I don't have access to any Patreons. I don't care about them, do what you want to do, fair play. But so many people, like target people who have like Patreons or Discords, most of the Patreons that I know that actually ran well have like a cap on how many people are allowed in that's the right way to do it because then there isn't too much of an influence some discords or patrons are like capped to like 50 people 100 people and that is the right way to do it you see them advertising saying the slots are all gone for this month you can try again next month and that is the right way to doing it these open patreon discord or sorry the open discords where as you said 50,000 people are in the influence they have is just so toxic and volatile to the market that for the casual player I don't care about the market I'm I'm a terrible trader I don't have the patience or time to bother about it. I do appreciate the people that do um, because they don't have time to do other stuff that I do um but yeah it's just it just makes the game just not a I feel, I feel weird by saying it, not a safe place but it really it isn't because you can go out and like that's your that's your weak room like you said I remember actually I was in your stream when that day when the preview packs came out. And I seen your face dropping when that Davies price just crashed hard. And like you were in a bad mood because of it.
0: Yeah. Because (laughs) you've lost
1: so much. As you said earlier on, you lost 300,000 coins in three players. And that, as much as you say, oh, you don't want to let it affect your mood. It does. These things happen. Like these things affect your mood. And not saying that, that that has nothing to do with obviously TikTok traders and anything like that, and that's obviously to do with EA, that's EA's fault, but that just shows how important the market and the coins are to us as players. Because what's the point in playing if we don't make coins back?
0: Yeah, yeah, that's the, that's the thing. Obviously, we spoke earlier is the fact that you want to grind around the game each week, you want to play foot champs, whatnot. The reason you play foot champs is to kind of get your coin balance up, make a team better week on week on week. But if your coin balance isn't moving week on week and week, you're kind of stuck at the same point. You think, what's the point of me even playing this game? You just lose your kind of appetite for it. I do want to get, we've got questions here. The question we've got here from LCB, Frank and Jake. The first one here from LCB is, with a small majority of the community having a negative attitude towards this year's game, from my opinion of people I've spoken to, what does EA need to do to re-engage the community who has lost touch within the game? One here from Frank is, what what are you doing to keep yourself interested in the game? Lots of people are quitting and finding other games to play. And is FIFA in a bad state at the moment. And the one from Jake is, what keeps you motivated to play the game still? For me personally, I don't enjoy it at all. What is, what is it that still makes you play the game? So I guess kind of the, the consensus question here really is, what keeps you motivated to play the game? And what can EA do to keep you still interested in the game? Paulie, I want to go to you first on this one. Kind of obviously these three questions here, put them all together. What would your kind of answer to these be? All
2: right, so I put a little bit of thought into this about what I think EA could do to basically make the game sort of just better in general, just more enjoyable for people to play or sort of constantly. And I think, number one, the, the big takeaway we have to take from this, they need to move away from the concept of trying to make a football game. This This is a game based around football however all of the aspects of the game that most of us enjoy i.e good promos and and i i can tell you this right now the last time i was on the podcast i specifically pointed out that most of the time the worst promos we tend to have are promos that are where the boosts that are given to cards are very much in line with their real life capabilities that's not what people are interested in people are interested in players like lewandowski having 99 pace or something outrageous like that—something that makes them really useful—and I think we need to move, what they need to move away from this idea of trying to make it uh, so people go, "Oh, well, FIFA is supposed to be realistic." It's not supposed to be realistic. It's a game, and we have moved closer and closer to. I see people referring to FIFA as an arcade game on Twitter all the time, and I think something that would be very cool that they could add in is. I mean, I, I'm literally spitballing a name here, but like a variable featured player. So the way I thought about it, what would happen is when you open a pack, you would get, say, Mbappe. So say, say you get lucky, you pack Mbappe. Now you have a chance that you pack just Mbappe's base card. However, you also have a chance that you pack Mbappe's featured card. If you pack a featured version of him, there are 10 stat points that could be distributed randomly on that card anywhere. He could have 10 more defending or he could have 10 more shooting or he could have five pace, five shooting or he could have an upgraded weak foot or skill move. Now, what this then does is adds more grindability to the game, because although you can open a pack and you can pack Mbappe, you might not pack the best version of him. And then what you do is throughout the season, as you add promotional cards or team of the week, so say you add a team of the week Mbappe card, the team of the week Mbappe card has 15 points of extra stats to be randomly distributed on the card. If you had a promo version of him, he has 20 points of random points to be distributed. So that way, when you open a pack and you pack Mbappe, you not only have the chance to pack just his normal card, but you could pack an incredible version of him. And that way, now I've used Mbappe as the example there. Let's say you pack Mats Hummels and he has a Team of the Week card. But instead of packing Hummel's base Team of the Week card, you pack a Featured Team of the Week card, and all 15 of those points are in pace. And all of a sudden, you have a Hummel's card, which has got like, I don't know, 87 pace or something stupid like that, which suddenly makes him usable. And you could get an off-league player. I know that right now there's actually, I think, a Japanese right-back. Um, or or something like that. He's like a 76 rated card. like a, a, a Japanese right back card. And he's got like 95 pace. Well, if you pack like a featured version of his team of the week card, and all of a sudden he's got 95 pace and like 90 defending, all of a sudden you sit there and go, actually, I might try and get him in my team. This then opens up the ability for you to, as you open packs, have more to look for. It's also going to affect the market because people are going to trade with these cards, because someone might pack a featured Mbappe and not realize that it's this, and they might put him on the market for the base price and people could buy it. All of a sudden, normal gold cards become tradable like icon cards are, because there would be extreme fluctuations in their prices. This opens up the possibility or the capability for number one, EA are going to sell more packs, because people are going to be looking for these feature cards and they're going to be looking specific types of card. So you might pack Mbappe and you might get a version of him that's maybe not great. You might pack Mbappe that's got 15 more defending, of which no one's going to want that. But he's still going to be usable because he still has all of his other stats. But you have the chance that you could pack better versions of him. EA are going to sell more packs people that open packs if they get these cards and also there's something really cool to be said about say say you go say you're a West Ham fan and you go oh I want I want to build a West Ham team but I want Damien Rice's promo card but I want that Damien Rice card to be the version that has plus 20 pace and you're willing to pay more on the market for that card and then it just it just opens up this this whole sort of plethora of opportunities for people to have better teams the promo cards are still going to sell and the promo cards are going to sell better because there will be versions of the promo cards that have really good stat bases and it just if you also then make it an option so you can add skill move and weak for upgrades to them i i think personally and this is something that i would love to see bring back plus attribute cards but make them no hear me out bring back attribute cards make them rarer than packing a hunter or a shadow but less rare than hunting packing a draft token and make them constant like in the old fifa back in like i think it was 09. because there's a card in the game called igor coronado he's a brazilian player Right. I love him. I think he's a great card. I used him in one of my starter teams for some reason. He was just really fun to play with. Give me a way to make that Igor Coronado card 90 rated without me praying that he gets a promo card somewhere down the line. Because he's an absolute, no one knows who he is. Like I'm probably one of the only people that's ever played with his card, but I think he's a great player and I should have the ability to make him Usable throughout the entire year.
0: Yeah, it's a tough one with this, purely because if you can make players better without needing their another promo card later on, you kind of circumnavigate giving EA money for FIFA points to kind of get the extra card. The one thing there that I do like is the or basically the addition of special editions of each goal card. It reminds me of a little bit of opening these kind of football cards. Whether you have like a, a base card of a player or you have their rookie card, or you have like a numbered card, or like a, an auto card. Again, say you've got the gold cards. say there's like, say 100 or 99 cards of a, an Mbappe, but those 99 have a booster stat on them. Again, they're very rare. They can always be numbered, or say a holographic too. It kind of, again, everyone knows that FIFA does get like a Panini game sometimes. You kind of collect these cards. If it gives you more kind of link in with actual card collecting real life, I think that is another little avenue they could go down as well. Langpard, for you, kind of what would you say is kind of what you say is keeping you motivated to play the game currently? I know you're not fully motivated. But what would you? What would keep you more motivated, motivated going forward as well? Um, the, what what positive I think is actually really good, and you can go
1: a different way with that as well. You can do it in terms of um, stat milestones. So let's say use that ego Coronado card and he gets to a hundred assists that he gets like a three plus passing boost or a hundred goals. And he gets like a three plus shooting boost or just stuff that, that, like that, that you can, you can actually get rewarded for actually using a certain card a lot. Cause I know like myself, I have a Barella card, the info Barella I've used them for over 200 games. It'd be nice that after a while, that over after a hundred games, he gets boosted to, just an extra couple of bit of passing, like his passing's not bad, it's not great, but um, just stuff like that that can keep you motivated to play the game. Um, For me, away from all that and back to the questions, Um, I feel I need to take a, a limit off like what we play. And last year, they kind of had, they introduced really a limit with the 30 rivals games, but then they kind of, which I thought was a good idea, but then they ruined it with the weekend league points, the 400 points for playing a weekend league game. Um, so that kind of just like Brought that down To kind of pointless I felt that Last year I felt like Rivals was completely Unplayable in terms of um If you wanted to Get a good rivals ranking You needed to play 15-20 games On the Thursday or Friday Before you start Your weekend league games So I was always trying To go into weekend league With at least 15 Rival games played Um, And then that's just It, it makes the it makes weekend league Nearly four days long Because you're playing Thursday, Friday Saturday, Sunday And it's it was rough that way, but I, I take that I take that way over the way we have it now, where once you get seven wins, you can dip because you have to dip because there's nothing else you can really do unless you want to go up in ranking. And then if you're in the elite division and you're not a good player or care about your skill rating, there is genuinely nothing to do. Um, but also, what was one of the questions there about um, uh, lots of people quitting and like, but not even quitting the game; they're quitting games. Rival games after 10, 15 minutes if they go goal, goal down, pretty for fact there's no relegation. Like, if you want to keep rivals, like, like I don't think rivals is in too bad of a state. If they gave us a seasons mode as well, like the old FIFA, like FIFA 13, FIFA 14, Division 10, Division 1, have it that way, have it seasons that the casual player can go in. Let's say I'm extremely casual, like less than average, right? That. I work a really stressful job. I have a family, but I like FIFA. I want to play FIFA and I want to play maybe two games a night and I probably can't play Tuesday to Friday because I'm away from work or whatever. Um, give us a seasons mode where it doesn't change throughout the year or if you want to even do it, have a tight in with the seasons in the actual game that it changes every couple of weeks. Uh, Division 10, Division 1, make it interesting Get into Division 1 again and then if we get to division one, have it where there's 10 games in division one. You need 27 points to win it. So you need to win nine games. And if you win nine games, just give us like a 25k pack or something. And that just that is a constant grind. And then there's the gameplay grind. That is just so something so small, so simple. Stuff that we've had before. But now you're like, okay, you've got all your wins for the week. Stop playing the game. You're not, you're not allowed to play the game for any rewards because you've won too many games already. Like the last few weeks, like this week, I've actually struggled a little bit. I think I need to change up my gameplay since that last patch came out. But the week before, I went seven and all my weekend league qualifications. So I I that I, I walked home that way. That was too easy for me. Um, I was kind of I was in Division Two because it was the ranking the seasons changed. So I won seven rival games easy enough. Um, weekend league, I got a few free wins. Uh, i only i don't only care to go to 12 wins because i'm not good enough to go to 16 i could probably get to 14 or 15 but i wouldn't get to 16 and they don't the rewards aren't good enough to make me want to get there either so i'm happy with 12 wins if i get four or five ridges along the way it's even less wins so just give us seasons where there's no quitting after 5 minutes because every game counts there's no, and it'd be just so nice and be so chill that you can go in and yeah, it'd be a little bit of a grind. It'd be similar to the daily knockout tournaments where you couldn't afford to lose the game, where you're one nil or two nil down at half time. You're not thinking to yourself, if I quit here, there's I'm I'm not going backwards. You know, like, there's no downfall downside to me lose quitting the game at one nil two nil. Then second half come out, change your tactics up second half and come out and try to win the game. That's something that I feel is really really missing this year with no relegations, no not, and it doesn't have to be game-breaking rewards. Literally, if it's 25K, 25K, look, even a 15K with 5K coins, I would happily sit there once a week try to win Division 1. Probably would never do it, but it's just something that's always there, and it can bring back the the glory days for me. It's probably nostalgia, and I I always say, every time I'm on, I always, 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 always go back to how good FIFA 13, 14 were, FIFA 17 was, blah, 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 blah. Um, but it was fun. Like, and it's like I know obviously KSI got to how big he is because of his road to division one and trying to win it. So for that, that that's that could be content that could be bring it back for content creators. Um, even if only do it once, if you're not a good player, you can make what you want out of it. Now I like the idea with elite division. I'm not saying it should be removed, keep it there for the pros. Accommodate both, accommodate pros, accommodate casuals. This year, I feel like everything is accommodated to the casuals in terms of only playing a couple of games, but it's in a competitive mode and it's just not fun. So I feel like that's that one change, having a season's mode could be a massive thing. To
0: yeah. Doing. Yeah. No, I completely get it. I think it's more of a case of, like I said, it's you can get the seven wins and you're done there. At least give us a mode where you can say, if you want to grind even more so, you can do it again. Because right now, if you want to grind rivals even more, you don't get anything additional. There's no additional thing for, say, getting 15, 20 wins in rivals. Mm. There's a strange one there. It kind of, again, it limits you how much you can play. And some people, it might be a great idea. If you if you got, haven't got much time, it might be a great idea because you're not playing too much of the game. You can play other games too. You can actually have a life. You can see fresh air, see yeah. the sky, whatnot. Touch um, grass. Yeah, things like that. <laughs> but again, there's people out there who like Langpod who don't leave their room and play FIFA quite a lot who do want to play their game more. Um, so give those people that opportunity, opportunity as well. Yeah, Both consoles as well. Jesus Christ. Uh, PC, PC. PC, PC yeah. okay. That's how sweaty you're getting now. Uh, yeah, and yeah. safety for you, I know we've kind of touched on a lot of things here as well. But for you, kind of what is keeping you motivated to play the game currently? And what do you think EA can do to make you further want to play the game even more?
3: I have no idea why I'm still playing this game, to be honest with you. That's not something I can answer right <laughs> now. I'm just, I'm just zombie playing it. Do you know, you just load fee from what we're going to do to say. I'm not sure what we're going to do to say. To improve it, there's quite a few things I'll um, do to improve it. Touching on that uh, sticker collection, you know, collecting a team of, like League SBCs, getting 11 players from each team, from each league. Um but instead of going out to buy the players, you just have to, I don't know, you either pack them or you play against them and then a copy of that card goes into your sticker book. It gives you kind of an idea, gives you um, more of a get-go to play the game. After you've completed, I don't know, a league of stickers, you get a player at the end of it. Like the, like a mixture of League SBCs and the sticker book idea. Um, it gives you a reason to play all types of game modes to try and play against that player that you've never heard of. Um, another thing with silver stars. Now I quite enjoy playing silver stars. I kind of like they bring out a silver stars team of the week. They should do that with bronze. You know, make the bronze cards, you know, usable instead of just doing bronze pack method or putting the whatever SPCs require a bronze card. You know, actually play it with bronze players. Now I know they've done something in milestones where you play a certain amount of games. I think they just need to increase that a bit more um increase rewards a bit more so it gets you playing different game modes like i.e bronze team of the week silver team of the week they should do a gold one as well i mean to just get the game people playing the game a lot more um rewards for champs like everyone can just stop at 16 and that's it there's no you're not getting nothing for going 20-0 no. you're not getting nothing for going 17-3 and three, or like maybe give them an extra pack or an extra player pick for finishing that elite, giving you that get up in like, right, I'm going to go for 17 because I get something better for it. Um, but apart from that, this year's FIFA's lacking a little on the content. So I don't know there's milestones to do. Maybe they should add more goals and assists, not just the 500 that you have to get, maybe a thousand, uh, maybe a thousand goals of a Premier League player instead of the sticker book idea to get a special player at the end of it. But other than that, there's, there's no, It's a weird one, like, like I mentioned earlier, like some other guys have touched on. It's, it feels like there's something missing, but yet, content creator streamers. We're still finding ourselves playing this game without any real content to put out there. I know you've got a few SBCs to do, what they've released, but the grindable content, it's a bit, it's a bit in the water at the moment. If I'm honest, yeah. I just find myself a zombie playing the game.
0: Yeah, no, I get you 100% there. I know, obviously, the sticker book idea is something that we have, had. obviously, Mark Foottrade has been on the podcast before, and yeah. Mark has vouched for this so much. I know he's made tweets about it. Again, the sticker book idea is a great kind of thing to do and, say, if you complete the whole team sticker book, you get one player from that team or, yeah. say, like a, a certain type of hero from that team as well. But it is kind of, it is strange to see I think, obviously, they have limited somewhat how much you can grind the game. And, obviously, going back to the questions here, we've got is kind of the what keeps you motivated to play the game the only other thing I can pretty add here additionally, I know Diego mentioned last week on the podcast, is to run a second account. But the issue is, is that you shouldn't be forced to run a second account to find motivation to play the game. But that is one alternative which you can do. But it, it does it's a tough one there as well. I don't like... It's a good idea. Yeah, it's
3: its, it's the grind, isn't it? Because you're grinding one account and then you're going to do exactly the same on the other. The difference is you probably run a different team on the different accounts. I mean, on my... On my PlayStation account, on my main, I run a total different side to what I'm running on my Xbox account, you know, to try and mix things up, um, try and not have the same players. And that's probably the only thing that's keeping me going is seeing how far I can get with this team and how far I can get with that team.
0: Yeah. now That's that's the thing. It's really all like the only ever additional thing we can really add to it is it's kind of, yeah. again, if you have more than one team, it does give you kind of more incentive to grind even more so. But... Yeah, I think we we honestly, yeah, we are at a tough point with the game. I know obviously they're trying to release more milestones and things like that, but again, a lot of stuff they had released early on. Whether it be like play with the play the silver team, play the bronze team, if there was say separate modes within friendly, say a, a silver lounge, but or but you got more rewards for doing it. Again, right now, a silver lounge really you play three games a week, four, five, whatever to get that silver card, then you're done. Or even a bronze thing, but obviously that always goes back to the daily knockout tournaments. If there's yeah. something like that, maybe. But then you've got rewarded for completing that and say those unlimited goes or whatnot kind of ties back in with Langpard's idea of seasons that you can keep playing and playing and playing to get rewards. It's a daily knockout tournament. You can play however many times you want. And if you keep winning it, you're going to get rewarded for it. And um, But you're still going to be playing wow. the game. You're going to be hooked on it. So there's no reason not to play really if it's always What there. would you
3: say? What would you say about them bringing back trading in the, in the transfer market? It's a Do tough. Remember yeah.
0: trading. It's a tough. That was a tough one purely because of the fact that people can try to transfer coins and whatnot and things like that. It's hard to kind of regulate that in a truly good way. I think that's kind of why they got rid of it. But I like that. I They're like still making yeah. mistakes
3: now, giving people icons and that. Oh, what's going on there? it Makes you think that oh, I should have done it.
0: Yeah.
3: Hopefully got a base Pele and got the tradable version. Like yeah, wow. that is an, <laughs>
0: another one. Obviously, the amount of EA mistakes recently has been yeah obviously with the tradable icon one, that's a whole different story there and that was crazy how that happened obviously guys getting an actual tradable icon if they got a mid one as well but it's crazy there but I think obviously yeah. right now we've all kind of got to come to consensus as that there there needs to be a lot more to do on the game things added to it again there's so many guys out there who again don't work for EA but have loads of great ideas the fact that everyone's got these ideas that not many of them get implemented into the game is kind of the downside to it really because there's a lot of people out there with great ideas which would help a lot of people to play the game more, which, again, in the long run, EA want people play in the game. If you're on the game more, uh, you're more likely to spend money with it, things like that. And they are busy at the end of the day. Again, you don't want to make them lose money by having kind of good cards running the game without having to release promos. But a lot of these ideas will help them.
2: There's there's two other things that I, I think that they really should consider. One of them is so glaringly obvious, and I don't understand why it's not a thing. The first one, why is it if, say, say me and you decide that we want to play co-op one night, why can we not merge our teams together? Like, it makes so much sense. I mean, comes it comes
0: Yeah, I think comes to a money point there, though. If, you, if I had half a good team, you had half a good team, we could then build it together. It would make no need for us to get FIFA
2: points or spend get more coins in the game, too. But, but we could only use those teams when we were playing together. Like, so say one night, me and you, I, say I turn around and I buy mid R9 and you turn around and go, cool, I've been thinking about buying mid R9, but I don't know if he's worth 7 million coins. And I turn around and I go, well, let's jump into a game because you've got Ginola and I want to see if Ginola's worth it. So we have an ability to like draft our team out of a merger of our two clubs. And then we can go into rivals and basically just play with that team. But once we're done... We don't. It just separates again. So we can only play with that team when we're together.
0: The that only, would, yeah.
2: to me, would yeah. make so much sense.
0: The only issue I can see with that is it kind of limits then draft. You have no reason to, to play draft if then you can kind of choose who's in your draft. That's again. the whole point of draft. Yeah, isn't yeah. It? So I, that's, that's the, the, and the issue. Then, and by then the also, mid-onlines.
1: if that ability is there, every single team you're going to come up against is going to be for a good part cracked. Um mm. because like yeah, but I it's a fun idea and it's an yeah. idea that could implement even if you could bring let's say you could bring one player. You know, yeah. you pick one person's team and then you could say one you can you can nominate a player to bring from your own account over just as a even it was like that like
3: game mode last year, wasn't it? Do you know where you play someone and then it would
0: swap three players? What was that? That's in friendlies. I can't remember. Oh, the- yeah. Yeah, I remember. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah. called swap. It'd swap
3: three players from each team and you'd have their three players and they'd have your three players.
0: And it was it's called kind
3: of it was like, randomised as well. Or yeah. was it random? Yeah, it, yeah, it was Yeah, It was. You never got yeah. to pick. That's that you, there's, They could implement an idea of like, yeah. I've always thought that they could maybe do a separate game mode. Co-op champs. How fun would co-op champs be and you get separate rewards like a separate from your main? Do you get what I'm saying?
0: Yeah, there's uh, yeah, loads of stuff there. I think obviously yeah. the, the point is, I mean, the fact that there is so much stuff there that we can speak about and go into yeah. that, that they don't they just seem to kind of not listen to it and not implement in the game, mm-hmm. which again we all we all know it needs more this year. I think that's an obvious thing there as well. It's just the fact that we've got all these ideas. And yeah, they not... EA won't listen to us. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that's um, a thing. But hopefully, say,
1: saying that, right? Um the idea for heroes is a community idea. Came out Oh Yeah, yeah so, no, so I so I, I, was...
2: literally, I literally made yeah. a concept about a about a year ago yeah. where and the, the whole idea was that you would I did it as an SBC, but yeah. my idea was that you would complete an SBC like the La Liga one and you would get, I mean, I picked you would get like Guti, Ludovic Julie, and um, Pablo Aymar
1: as yeah, I remember, the yeah, lead remember cards. Or, It was I think it was a start locked lockdown. I don't know, Bristol. Were you on the call as well? It was me, uh, the good lad, True Red. Uh, we were all we were kind yeah, of yeah. We, we spoke about this beforehand. I we, remember we we, br- we broke down what idea what players that are currently icons aren't actually icons yeah um, but they are kind of like cult we actually called them cult heroes um but i know he was on reddit it was on reddit as well it was broken down and i know actually a few members of ea actually brought it towards um ea themselves and it's now in the game so oh, didn't, it, i wanted freddie
3: um, umberg used to be an icon on fifa he did yeah
1: uh, he was a legend yeah they had a lot yeah, of yeah, yeah yeah
3: so, yeah see like yeah. i think I think the choice of players, they've got some of them right and I think they've got some of them wrong. I'm not being biased because I'm an Arsenal fan, but Freddie Unberg should be an icon. Well that's say, that's that's a story that's for another uh, day. I'm not yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah,
0: we're not we're not we're not gonna get into that debate. I know I'll and, Arsenal and, and Arsenal. This, yeah, and this,
1: podcast and, have, uh, yeah, <laughs> and this <laughs> podcast and have podcast two after this. Yeah,
0: I, we we, we <laughs> can literally be here all night. We keep going on. But we're gonna we're gonna wrap things up there, go through our guests where you can find them. Langford, where can people find you?
1: Um at the moment, mainly just over on Twitter at King Langford
0: And Langpod, is it ever gonna be returned to streaming?
1: Hopefully in the new year. Um, just need to work out uh, housing and internet so
0: yeah yeah keep your eyes peeled paulie where can people find you
2: uh so i'm the arch paulie on twitter and in a similar vein i'm hoping to come back to streaming soon i've just got to find the motivation in my soul to to come back and lord help me to actually stream fifa hopefully that's fairly soon and
0: safe where can people find you
3: you can follow me on at Twitch, TikTok, Instagram, and Twitter, Safie14.
0: And Safie, when do you normally stream over on Twitch as well?
3: Uh, daily, 7pm. Um, I have Sundays and Wednesdays off.
0: Perfect. Thank you very much, guys. <music>